Hello and welcome everybody to the Optimal Being podcast. I am so grateful that you have tuned in. Today, we actually have a very special guest who is joining us. Her name is Jenna Sophia. Jenna is a subconscious specialist and healer extraordinaire. She is truly one of the most amazing souls I have met from studying quantum physics at Columbia University to then studying religion and spirituality at SOAS University of London, all whilst dealing with a 10-year battle with various chronic illnesses. She soon managed to heal herself after looking at alternative modalities and utilizing the power of the subconscious, as well as other lifestyle changes. She is now the founder of a hugely successful private practice where she has helped literally thousands of people transform their lives with her signature methods that provide long-lasting changes for the clients that are lucky enough to work with her. I've also been very fortunate to have worked with Jenna and we've actually studied alongside each other in some of the modalities that we've used and I can attest to the power of her work. As you guys know, I usually record solo episodes, but me and Jenna have been having some really interesting conversations and I thought it's a disservice to not let you guys at least be able to hear what's going on. So I thought, why not bring her on the podcast so you guys can hear a little bit more about the conversations we're having. This one will be talking about the current events uh, rooted in spirituality, science and common sense, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So Jenna, welcome. Um, it's such an honor to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation. I was a little bit nervous because I'm like, oh, I'm about to share some things that, you know, can push people's buttons. But hello, like we're here. We're healthy. We might as well That's talk it. about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we're blessed. You know, why, why not at least spark a conversation that is away from the norm, you know, mm -hmm. and, and at least give people an insight into what we're conversating about. And at the end of the day, with anything, I always say, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Hopefully this sparks some form of, of curiosity within you guys. So before we start, you know, right now, obviously we're in the, in the midst of this battle with COVID-19, as I'm sure you're all probably aware. So I just want to check in with, with everyone else. And Jenna, how have you been dealing with, with COVID-19? How, how has it been impacting your life, work with your clients and what have you? Yeah, definitely. I have been busier than ever before because a lot of people are sitting with their traumas and realizing they just have a lot of stuff that they need to release and more so a lot of fear, right? People are transmuting a lot of fear. We're going through a very interesting collective portal because in this portal, there is all this fear and discomfort and all this stuff rising, but it's really for our best and highest good because as we clear this density we allow more light to come in and we allow ourselves to download more of that right and become more of that so some people can look at it like you know this is the worst thing ever I don't look at it like that I think there's so much potential in this opportunity for each one of us to really wake up to our multi-dimensional self and who we really are Wow, beautiful. I love it. We're going to go straight in. From <laughs> I mean, wasting no time. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. You know, and, and I always, I've said to all my clients that we've been given the greatest gift of all, which is time, right? Everyone has always said, I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do that. What have you? And now that's no longer an excuse. And I found, especially, I don't know if you're, you've seen this amongst your clients, that a lot of people were busy being busy for way too long. And as a result of that, they were delaying dealing with a lot of stuff. So now there's like kind of nowhere to go. And now a lot of stuff that 
maybe they were pushing aside for a long time has been coming up to the surface a lot of that density internally and as you said that collective density that everyone has to kind of transmute so we can then shift into that next level version of us yeah absolutely there is definitely a lot of stuff people are processing right now on a collective level things that i think you know we go about our day because we're so busy that people don't really have time to reflect on the issues or the things in their lives that have impacted them and so a lot everyone has just been walking around filled with trauma right everyone thinks everything's normal but really nothing's been normal right even before covid everyone thought that it was normal to have weekends out just getting drunk and doing drugs and going to a 9 to 5 and obviously not everyone but that is the majority of the collective of just, you know, continuing these cycles of just being a slave and then trying to escape and then being a slave and then trying to escape. And like, it's harsh, but it's true because a lot of people don't live with consciousness. A lot of people don't live with the awareness of who they really are. And so they get trapped in these cycles, right? I know you posted something earlier on IG about um, how words are like spells, right? And how work weak, you know, it's like something that makes you, it has the word weak in it. Like, why would we call these things or Monday, like, you know, morning, right? Or good morning, right? Like, yeah. not Monday, sorry, good morning. Right? Reversal of oh hell, job oh. from the Hebrew word persecuted. It was just, it's fascinating Crazy. to me, the power of words, because, you know, um, me and you, we both obviously studied a lot about the subconscious and a lot about the subconscious is especially the words you're using, the words yeah. that are going on in your mind, but the words that you are using on a day-to-day -day basis will really determine the level of kind of frequency you're aligning to because words are simply energy. And when it comes out, it comes out as a vibration and as yeah. a frequency, and then it goes out into the ether and then it kind of gets mm -hmm. attracted to whatever it is yeah. else that's happening. So yeah, really Absolutely. conscious of the words we're using now. Yeah. And even like when you, when you say like, you know, there are frequencies to words, right? Like everyone these days are really big on sound healing, but do they realize they're making a certain sound out their mouth when they say certain things and they're, you know, have these different representations that are so layered, but people don't really take a moment to reflect and say, well, how did I learn how to speak that way? Or why do I use this word instead of this word? And so I think it's really, um, you know, I tell all of my clients and my whole tribe and community, like watch the things that you say to yourself watch the things that you hear right because these are frequencies that just kind of get encoded in the body right and so it really determines so much of our psyche when we think about the things that we hear and what we actually digest you know um from you know using our ears 100 <laughs> percent, and that is why you know one of the things that I mean you have been constantly repeating is be so aware, especially right now with everything that's going on. A lot of people are looking externally to the world, to everything that's happening. And as a result of that, you know, in times of fear, when you, especially when you feel that you need to know all the information, what do you do? Mm -hmm. You put on the news, right? And I'm seeing this with close ones and, and a lot of stuff is coming up for me because, you know, my dad loves to watch the news. He'll sit there and watch news three times a day, read the newspaper, et cetera, et cetera. And, and it gets to me, but it's about what are you now surrounding yourself with? What are the words that are coming out of the news, that fear frequency that, that we talked about? And now how we should actually be shifting and using this time to go internal, right? Mm -hmm. To be actually, we've been given the time to seek, to go inside and to address the issues which we were delaying for so long. Yeah. 
for sure. For sure. I definitely agree with that. And, you know, for every trigger, there have been many triggers in this quarantine, especially um, of like, you know, people that were around. And so it's really giving us that opportunity to say, well, why can I witness this person with consciousness and non-attachment? Why do I have to react? Why does what anyone does bother me, right? That's really what it comes down to. And there's so much judgment in the air right now. Do this, do that, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, stay at home, don't stay at home. Like just live your fucking life. Like do whatever you wanna do. Everyone has a different protocol and different belief systems of what it means to be safe, what it means to be healthy and, you know, Everyone should just be following what they feel like they need to follow intuitively. Um, you can do your research and then create, um, you know, some perceptions and beliefs around that rather than just like believing whatever's out there or, you know, shunning everything that's out there. I think there's a little bit of truth to everything. You just got to figure out what is your truth, right? Yeah, definitely. Two things that I got from that is number one is discernment, right? Be completely mm -hmm. discerning with what information you're picking up and how that relates to you. But number two, sovereignty. Are you standing in your sovereignty or not? Because a lot of the times right now, you know, we'll get onto the kind of war on consciousness as it were, but that's displacing your sovereignty and you're not standing in your power. When you're not standing in your power, you're standing in fear. That's mm. simply what's happening. And when, I got chills. <laughs> right? and when you're standing in fear, that's when you can be manipulated. That's when you can mm. be controlled because your energy is not um, grounded. It's not kind of whole. Your, your energy is dispersed. It's, it's, being allowed to be manipulated and all this kind of mm -hmm. stuff Those are two really, really important points of discernment and sovereignty for sure. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. And that was definitely a manifestor activation right there. <laughs> <laughs> we do it with the words, you know how it is. But, yeah, you know, sure. it's interesting because obviously I'm in London right now. You're based in New York right now. You're in LA, aren't you? So how, yeah. how, what's, how have you seen it play out in, you know, West Coast, East Coast, and, and I'll talk about London. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, New York was the epicenter of all of this, right? When this was all happening. So, I mean, it still is happening, but when it was at its height where everyone just locked down, right? And I definitely felt like there was a different air in the environment, but I also found that, you know, it's been going on for so long that I can't even, I feel like time is just blurred. Like, I just feel like we had it and then it was gone. And so I think it, the way that I was looking at it really depended on my level of consciousness of how I was looking at it right before I had the, that initial, oh my God, it's going to be so scary. Like what's going to happen, you know, all these things. And then once that was transmuted and I could actually see what was happening, I was like, wait, what's going on here. Right. So, I mean, obviously there are people wearing masks. You have to wear masks everywhere you go. Basically now um, it's interesting that people forget, they forget this is an LA mandate and a New York city mandate of how masks work. You either wear a mask if you're within six feet of people or you don't have to wear a mask. And so a lot of people I found were kind of policing and being like, you're not wearing a mask. And like this person is by themselves six feet away from everyone. And so now you really start to see the psychological manipulation because the fear is overpowering the common sense, right? And so it's not to say that, you know, don't follow the rules or whatever, but like people aren't really looking at what is even being enforced and they're just, reacting out of fear so it's like oh my god i have to wear a mask i have to tell everyone to wear a mask and it's like if you're not anywhere near anyone why are you doing that like yesterday i was in on the beach in venice and i was far away from everyone i was like 
probably 20 feet away from people. And I saw this child with his mother and the mother was wearing a mask and the two females that she was with were wearing masks. And the doctor, um, sorry, the doctor, <laughs> the, the mother um, turned around and so the kid looked at me and he looked at me and he waved because he recognized the facial expressions. And I was thinking, I was like, wow, I don't know what are gonna be the psychological effects of this on children because we know that the subconscious is formed before the age of seven and so how are they going to learn how to read people's faces or learn social cues or safety cues right like how is that going to be manipulated now that they just see all these people with their mouths shut and their noses shut and they just see their eyes i mean it's really it's really it's really interesting being in this space and you know how people are policing each other when really they don't even understand the rules, right? Of, of what's happening and realizing that you don't have to wear a mask if you're not around, you know, within six feet of people. So yeah. it's just interesting yeah. to see like that people believe that it's like some airborne thing and it can like drop from the sky or like you're in the ocean. I like saw someone walking, you know, along the ocean with Earth a mask and I'm like, what are they doing? Oh. This is my perception, by the way. If that makes you feel better and makes you feel safe, I want you to do that. At the end of the day, I just want people to be in their power when they make a decision. That's it. That's it. That's, so that's however you need that's, to do yeah. that, yeah. make a decision from a state of empowerment, mm -hmm. not from manipulation, not from psychological warfare, not from, oh, the government told me and I can't think for myself, right? right. Not from fear. And these are all not from fear, more importantly. Yeah, yeah, so right. that's what I have to say about what's happening and what I see people mm -hmm. doing. Um, but definitely, um, it's it's a very interesting reality. Right. I, you, you go into then kind of societal conditioning and you go into, I remember it was that scene in The Matrix where the people are policing themselves. And that's essentially what's happening now, especially when as you said, a lot of things are being done where people are policing themselves, um, but they don't know the rules, right? So it's like, what, right. what is actually the rules? And, you know, in the UK, it's just been, honestly, watching the government has been an absolute shit show. Like the way they've been dealing with this, you know, as in, you know that I was in Vietnam at, at the height of the coronavirus thing. I remember I called you. I was like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're like, what are you doing going out there? But honestly, to go to Vietnam and to see how they responded to it, they immediately shut their borders down. They shut the schools and universities down. Mm -hmm. At the restaurants, they had thermometer checks. And, you know, this was at when they were very much aware of what was going on. And then I come back into the UK and it's just like a free-for-all. It's like, come in, do whatever. And they mm -hmm. just implemented wearing masks like four days ago. And it's like making... Which, which when you think about that, right? right? At the height of it, this is what I found very surprising. Yeah. Was that when we were talking while this was all happening, mm -hmm. you were saying that you didn't need to wear masks. Yeah, like you didn't need to wear masks anything. anywhere. It was right. like in the supermarkets, you could go around, do whatever. Obviously, I think they were like, managing how many people were in the supermarkets at a time but there was no mandate on the mask there was no you have to do this and nothing yeah why don't you explain what's happening now when we're kind of at the tail end of it <laughs> yeah as in well we're at the tail end but also you know there's a lot of cases coming out but cases are extremely extremely questionable especially because you know a lot of my my family are doctors and my sister works in the one of the biggest hospitals in in the in the UK for, for one of the largest trusts, and it's really interesting hearing my family conversate about the accuracy of the test. You know, numbers mm -hmm. around sixty five percent accuracy, which is 
abysmal for a test. I mean, a pregnancy bad. test is more accurate, and 100%. they can't figure out yeah. how to create an accurate right. test. Right, and then also, also, so also the UK they wiped off like almost thirty thousand cases because they were double testing people to try and get their numbers up. The government had a. They said, "Look, we're going to we're testing so many people. We've done a hundred thousand tests, and they were swabbing people twice and marking that as two two stuff." So I'm really, really. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm watching about these cases and stuff, I'm very much looking at it through a skeptical lens. Because honestly, if if the doctors don't trust the figures, I haven't even. I don't trust the figures. I have yet to see a truth I believe about this. Mm. I'm sorry, but that's just where I'm at with it. I think this is an echoing of everyone because a lot of people are really actually now seeing this play out, and they're really starting to question. Like, it doesn't make sense the way it's going on. It doesn't make sense how it's being handled, and Mm -hmm. just the ensuing consequences just seem to be becoming more and more dire and more and more intrusive on our liberties which is very mm-hmm. um yeah you know, but this is this is this is the thing there's two kind of sides of the coin right on one side you can be like this is scary this is too much that's going on but really that's the, the the unconscious aspect and the conscious aspect is saying that look they're playing their cards and people are awakening to how they're playing their cards yeah Right. And who's really running the show when everyone thinks they're running around with free will and they're like, oh, I have like a great nine to five job. I get three weeks of vacation. It's like you think just because you went on vacation, you're a free person. Right. Or like you're having to rely on all these pills and all these drugs to survive. It's like people don't realize how trapped they've been, how enslaved they've been. Right. It took a whole flipping pandemic, a whole shutdown to people to be like, well, I'm actually like being enslaved here. Like, why am I being told to stay home? And now this, all this bullshit in Miami about social distancing in your house, wear a mask in your house. I, I mean, when you said, when you told how me that, far are they going to go with this? I thought it was a joke when you told me that, but you know, seeing these people. No, it was a they, legit they article. Great face. And then, you know, there's pictures of them hanging around with other politicians shoulder to shoulder without a mask. Oh, which by the way, now it's not mandated for government officials to wear masks. I saw that, yeah. Um, um, what, all of a sudden uh, there's a hierarchy with the virus? Okay, sure. yeah. I mean, look, it's called we can, a political move. We can go move. down this rabbit hole, I'm sure, for hours and hours and hours. But let's, let's, let's switch it up on the consciousness lens because, you know, yeah, I know this it. is something that's very, um, very touchy right now. But I know me and you, we were both actually reading up on on consciousness especially with the recent cia document that was leaked Mm -hmm. and for for those of you that um want to check this out it was basically a cia document where they were analyzing something called gateway i have it actually with me now it's like gateway um consciousness yeah stargate trials yeah 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 and and the organization that basically helps people it's been around for 40 years and it helps people evolve their consciousness and here is a really in-depth cia report where they're discussing consciousness, energy, the universal hologram, but also consciousness manipulation. So let's talk about that a little bit because that's a really interesting topic because we're seeing a lot of parallels with Mm. the documents that the CIA have been releasing in terms of, you know, they put it in very plain sense and plain text exactly how they can manipulate someone's thinking. And Mm -hmm. here we're seeing it play out in real time, but also the impact of consciousness, how it really is kind of, built and how it impacts every single one of us yeah definitely so what angle should we take (laughs) (laughs) well why don't why don't we talk about how how fear can kind of translate Mm well Well, fear is the easiest way to manipulate consciousness yeah right fear is the easiest way to 
get someone out of alignment because what happens when we're in fear, right? All different parts of our brain shut down. We can't think straight. We can't see straight. We don't make the, co the correct decisions, right? We're working out of this survival mode. So if you're in constant survival mode, there's no way that you're going to transcend and reach these other parts of you, right? Or turn on those other higher dimensions of you, which know that they can be do anything, right? That they can transcend sickness with their thoughts. I mean, I've done it, right? And you're telling me that like now fear is not being used as a tactic to keep people sick. Come on. What a joke. Right. What an and actual joke. Really interesting because, you know, one of, that, one of the posts that was um, trending this week and it really made me think was that in the past few months, have you ever seen a news um, program or a report showing you how to boost your immune system? No. Right, because there's no money in fruits and vegetables. There's right. money in vaccines. There's money in keeping the economy shut, right? And, and, and there's so, there are a lot of players here that have such effect on what's happening individually to us. And, you know, I would just like to bring something up about that because I was having a walk with my friend a few days ago and she was talking about, well, Jenna, I don't understand. Like, why would they want to do this? Why, why would they want to control us? Why would, and you know, these are the types of questions we need to be asking. Why would they want to do that, right? Um, and think about it. Why wouldn't some group of people want complete and utter control over a group of people? And in this case, America, humanity, whatever it is, right? Throughout our whole history, we've seen people, right? Take people's lands, right? Few people take people's lands, take the consciousness of the people, completely just annihilate their way of being in order to get power, right? This has been going on for centuries, right? For thousands and thousands of years. Why don't people see that that's what's happening here, right? Because with consciousness, we cannot be controlled, mm. right? This is yep. when people are aware of how much they have within themselves to do be have anything that they want, right? When you control consciousness, you control people, right? Ooh. And then people mm. cannot make decisions for themselves. People mm. are making decisions out of fear, right? Mm. They're not making decisions from a place of, okay, this is what I know, right? right the manipulated the part of the brain, exactly. Yeah, exactly. the reptilian part of the brain, which is what we're trying brain, to. Yeah ascend from right and making these decisions that are so based in our scarcity and our right. lack and right. our um safe spaces of authority right because we don't know how to live sovereign with sovereignty yeah. right yeah. or with free will because our whole life has been a complete um exhibit of conditioning right of 100%. think like this eat like this yeah. be like this right so yeah. we've always been conditioned i think the whole you know, there was, um, I wrote a post a while back about like, you know, life isn't about finding yourself, it's about returning to yourself. And mm -hmm. that's often what happens, you know, we go through life and having been so conditioned, and then you hit that milestone. And you're like, wow, holy shit, like, I've realized that the way I've been thinking about work, about life, about everything was wrong. And you know, this definitely happened to me when I went through my quarter life crisis, which obviously you're very familiar with. But why don't we actually talk about consciousness in terms of let me break down one of the most beautiful definitions of consciousness was actually by your sister, um, Layla, who is um, another really, really special soul. And she said, or she channeled the message rather, 
consciousness is simply an awareness of a certain state of reality. Mm-hmm. That is the definition of consciousness. That's the definition. And, but, but, you know, a lot of people, they define consciousness in a lot of ways, but let's just start with that definition. Yeah. So an awareness of a certain state of reality. So right now, if a current reality is being portrayed that there is a pandemic, that there is fear, and if you are only aware and only tapping into that reality, that will be your reality. Now. It's, yes. Yes. Right. And now, yes. now if you are, if you are aware of another reality playing out, if you are aware of the other side mm-hmm. of the coin, the higher dimensional side of the coin, where you're analyzing this and seeing that, wow, a lot of things don't make sense. I mean, a lot of cards are being dealt. I'm actually, you know, in my community, I live just outside of London and I'm seeing Although masks are being mandated now in supermarkets, I've seen a lot more connection in the last few months than I've had in the last few years. And I mm-hmm. mean connecting with the neighbors who I hadn't talked to before. I mean people going out of the way to um, see if you're okay, people smiling at you more on the streets. And I really feel that this whole thing has flipped everything on its head because it has, although the reality that is being portrayed is, it, is everyone is divided, everyone should be socially distanced and what have you, I think we've never been more connected and realized how reliant my health is on your health, health, right? If you're healthy, then I'll be healthy. If not, it's the other way around. Definitely. And that I would like to play off of that because, you know, it comes down to like, how do we understand free will? How do we understand um, that our actions like either affect or don't affect another, right? And so an interesting thing that I, you know, came across when I was just like meditating on this is that this pandemic and this coronavirus and all of these things that have been happening with the lockdown have taught us two things. One is that the actions we have can affect others, but two, the actions of others do not have to affect me. And so while you can be respectful for humanity, this is, this is what everyone should be doing, right? Everyone should be taking into consideration how people feel and, and, and what we're doing. And are we doing anything that is harmful, right? But there's this other understanding of we have free will. We can be free thinkers. We can decide what our reality is going to be. And why I'm so specific in helping people raise their consciousness, right, and download more multidimensional, you know, energy into their body is because with that, you can craft a new reality of what you want to live in. You don't have to live, breathe, and eat coronavirus for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of people are forgetting that what they put their attention to collects, right, energetically in the, the consciousness grid of humanity. And it adds to it, and it adds to it, and it adds to it. But the more people start to take responsibility of what they're choosing to focus on and they start to shift their focus on other things that are uplifting to them while still understanding that there's a reality that we live in here, right? Like shit is happening, but we don't have to get caught up in the fear of it. We don't have to get caught up in the uncertainty of it. What can we do right now to use my energy, to use my creator ability to shift into another reality? And the more people that take responsibility and start to take ownership of the thoughts that they think and what they actually believe. And they start to make that pivot from fear to freedom, right? That's how we change, right? Why do you think this, there's so much media? I mean, I haven't heard anything other than the coronavirus anywhere, 
right? There's, there's no, no other, other type of news. No one's getting, you know, getting raped. No one's going missing. All this, like what, all of a sudden everything's just, everyone's just dying from right. the Rona. But I think it's honestly, and I think hopefully with the benefit of hindsight, we will, we will see this be a truth. I think this has been the mm-hmm. greatest blessing for humanity in the sense mm-hmm. that, A, obviously we know from an awakening standpoint, a lot of people are becoming aware of the paradigm and there are also a lot of people are coming online which is what i did a video about in terms of you know people are experiencing symptoms and they're also connecting with other stuff and other aspects of themselves which they weren't really Mm. aware of before but most importantly we are seeing now the fragility of our systems and we are seeing the destruction of systems that are no longer suited for a new world. When I speak about systems, I'm talking about economic systems set up around the world that mm-hmm. are only geared to benefit a few people. I'm talking about education mm-hmm. systems, you know, as in now, just the thought of spending a hundred grand or however much your fees are in university when you account board and everything like that for an online seminar where now we're seeing the rise of online learning and, and classrooms and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It is actually in the face of crisis, we then use our creator ability. I truly believe that in the face of crisis, we are then responding and to see how many new stuff can come about. You know, in London, there was a huge um, report that was, I had to search for it. Obviously it wasn't the main one, but about all the community led food drives that were happening as a result of this. And, you know, when you just think about the fact that so many people go to bed without food in their stomach, right? Yet 50% of food in America is wasted. And now there's been a huge drive about, providing nurses and doctors and everyone with a hot meal. I think it's really showing the genius of humanity and the love, the love that everyone has for one another. Yeah. And the fact is, is that we can come together and coalesce with different belief systems when we are all operating from our truth, right? So being one doesn't mean that we all agree. Being one means that we can accept each other as we are with, with, with what you believe right? And hold you in that space with non-attachment and just witness you and say, well, thank you for being that divine expression of God. Thank you for choosing that vantage point to express yourself. Mm. But people don't operate like that. So it creates such a division. I love the people that wear the masks. I love the people that don't wear the masks. It shouldn't be about what someone does that defines whether or not you can agree or disagree with them, right? You should be able to let everyone exist the same way you want free will. Mm. You can't be judging people who are expressing their own free will. That's it. Right? That's it. Yep. So it's really important that don't let your consciousness get tripped up by judgment, right? By fear, by manipulation, because it's the easiest way. It's what they do. I mean, like you said, there are CIA documents talking about the psychological manipulation of consciousness from distant places, right? From like yeah. two miles away, from 20 miles away. And that was in the 70s. Guys, we're in 2020. Do you know what type of technology that they have now? I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. And on that point of technology, <laughs> it's really interesting because as we're looking at technology, and if you look at, at it as a curve and on YouTube, you can probably see this, but the technological growth has gone like that. So it's kind of completely yeah. up. So we, we're, we're evolving more in the past 10 years than we did in the last right. history of humanity. Right. right? And that's happening and it's compounding every single um, decade. But what's really Mm -hmm. fascinating is there was a um, technology that is 50 years ahead is akin to black magic, 50, 100 years ahead. If I showed you that technology now, you'll be like, that's magic. If I showed my great grandma FaceTime, right? And I'll be like, hey, 
you know, right. Ma, you can see and, and you can video someone, on, your cousin or your brother on the other side of the world, she'll be like, this is voodoo. This is completely Right, like when they were sending pigeon mail back in the day. It's exactly. like, yeah. So when you, when you account for 50 years of technological growth and technological growth that we are not privy to, because you have to understand the hierarchy of technological um, disbursement, the army and the defense is the number one um, receiver of technology. And then mm. it slowly feeds out to the public. You know, a lot of this stuff comes from yeah. internal defense and all that kind of stuff. Especially those CIA documents, they were for the Department of Defense. Of defense like, yeah. why would our, like, why would our Department of Defense need these psychological tools? Why would they need to know how to manipulate consciousness? Why would they need to know how to remove you? Why would they need to know how to travel in the, into the future, into the past to figure out what they need in order to combat the enemy or whatever it is, right? And so a lot of people don't know understand that this information is readily available like it's on the cia website like you can see the type of things that they've been working on 50 years ago like i love it you got it all printed out and ready to go but this is what i mean and i i just if i can do anything it's to wake people up to know that there's more information out there that you can actually return back to a sovereign being even in the midst of a pandemic or whatever it is that's going on even in the midst of a crisis personal, global, whatever it is, you can have that strength to remain in your truth when you have all of the facts presented because now you're using your critical thinking. You're not just absorbing, right? A lot of people are just absorbing information. They're not really discerning. They're like, oop, the fear ticks in and then all of a sudden their brain doesn't work properly, right? And that's what we're seeing. And I think the polarization between people are, it's pretty intense now because you know, people have a lot of judgments on what it means to be healthy and all these things. But I'm going on a bit of a rant here. Um, so we no, no, you, do, you, you know, you always um, bring in so much knowledge, but I actually want to bring up a quote from from the document. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because we have obviously two hemispheres of our brain and, and this document really goes into depth upon both hemispheres, the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere, the left being more logical, analytical, the right being more creative. And it actually says mm-hmm. here that um, the left hemisphere of the brain is a self-cognitive, verbal, and linear reasoning component of the mind. The right hemisphere appears to accept whatever the left hemisphere passes to it without question, okay? Which is a huge, huge point because why? Whenever you feed yourself facts, whenever you feed yourself numbers, cases, deaths, etc., etc., you are then absorbing that information without discernment. It goes straight into your right hemisphere, it goes straight into your body, it goes straight and it becomes your reality. But only when you are shifting your consciousness, does it say, can you then, can you then influence the right hemisphere? Which is when, you know, when, when me and you are in sessions with people, that's, that's the hemisphere we're working with. When you're under a state right. of hypnosis, that whole brain exactly. And when you're under, under hypnosis, what you're doing is you're actually entering and you're um, basically you're suppressing the left hemisphere. So you can put information into the right hemisphere. So then you can recall stuff and people might not have any awareness of what's going on. And you might be able to say a command with a few words and they start dancing like a chicken and you can say a few mm-hmm. words and it, and it switches them off. Right. Literal, how malleable is the mind? How malleable is the mind? And literal verbal programming will do that. And obviously me and you, that's um, what we do for, for the good. <laughs> we do that right. For, the, light, for right? the good. And this is like exactly what it means. What, that document is talking about is basically how to manipulate your consciousness, how to manipulate your thoughts, how to manipulate the information you receive so that you can either look at an, at a piece of information, right? The way I would look at when I see 150 new cases versus someone who's in fear, 150 new cases, 
completely different processing because we're programmed differently up here, depending on what we have perceived um, a certain subset of beliefs in that subconscious realm. Absolutely. As in whatever information we, we, we're getting, it bypasses our filter. And our filter is obviously made up of our beliefs, our thoughts, our attitudes, our hardwired emotional responses and all this stuff that we have been conditioned to believe, especially when we're kids, but also conditioned to believe when we're in a fear state. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm really, what year is that document from? Someone was just asking. Um, so it was approved for release in 2003. So that's 20 years but, before. So it No, no, no. But the document is titled 9th of June, 1983. Yeah. 1983. That's how, so, you know, it's a, it's guys. it is old, right? This is, this yeah. has been around for a while, right? Mm -hmm. and, and just the fact that it's only been really unearthed in the archives, really this year, the last year is when I've been seeing it, but it was actually right. released on, in 2003. So obviously right. you do a lot of digging with and, and stuff. You have to do digging when you're on the CIA website because they they almost like they, they don't do want you to it. Find it. They don't want you to find this information. No, there are over 11 million documents, and it's just like you have to search keywords, and you know they have some really stupid stuff there. Like, oh, this is a memo for lunch. So it's like yeah. you gotta go through a lot of stuff to get the good stuff. But there is good stuff if you wanna really do your research. I mean, the government is telling you two things: the stuff that they want to tell you to the people who are docile and will believe anything. And then there are the other side of the information where it's hidden in plain sight. And like, are you a truth seeker? Will you go ahead and take the time right. to really know what the government is doing? Right. And how it's manipulating. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. So why don't we actually talk about, okay, we've got hopefully now a very clear understanding of where we stand consciously with what's going on. How right. do we now use this time to elevate our consciousness? How do we use it to elevate ourselves and really step into our, our power? Yeah, definitely. And I'd love to jam on this together. But I, what I've been telling people is really watch what you watch. Watch. Be careful about what news you're watching. Be careful about what information you're absorbing because this is, whether or not you realize, becoming part of your psyche. It's creating. It's weaving together all of these different um you know, facts are weaving together what you perceive to be, right? That's why there are some people with masks and face shields, and then you have me and you chilling. Like, I don't believe this. You know what I mean? And so I think the news is the easiest way to be manipulated. Um, it's it, really interesting because there are quite a few homeless people in Venice, and there was this one, like, truck, and they were basically talking about, you know why no one that's homeless has gotten the coronavirus? Because we don't have the television. And I was laughing when I heard that because I was like, wow, they know, they're pretty woke, like they know what's good. And you know what, if you could stop watching the news, I guarantee you your life would feel so much better because you're not feeding yourself the fear. Instead, put on a like CD of affirmations. I don't know why I said CD, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like listen to affirmations, do something to enhance your state of being, not to suppress and manipulate and scare. Because essentially that's gonna start to manipulate and and it's like a poison, right? It drips into different areas of your life. So you think, oh, this is just about my health, but then it's gonna start to drip. How do I trust people? What do I think about, you know, my work? How will I survive there? It's all of these things start to become a survival mode and you're just like, whoa, why how did that happen? Right? Why do I feel so scared and shook? Right? Absolutely. And it really, it really goes down to what are you feeding yourself, right? Mm. Like with food, make sure you're having non-GMO food. That is very important. If you're in the US, the labels start with a three. And you know, when you're like reading the food labels, this is just a shout out to GMO foods. Don't eat GMO foods. 
they start with a three. Conventional starts with a four and organic starts with a nine. So obviously would recommend the nine. But 100% you are what you eat and you know that. Things definitely manipulate the psyche. Right. It's just another way they've controlled our consciousness through food. Yeah. Of course, as in the more, you know, especially in the US, which is just when I went there and I saw like a bottle of Coke had something like 90 or 100 milligrams of sugar in, 100 grams, sorry, of sugar in. I was like, because here it's 35, which is a lot. And I went there and it's like three, four times. Right. And you know, you have it and you're just like, wow. So if people are drinking this every single day, if people are eating absolute rubbish food, then what do you think that's happening to their mind, right? As we all know, <laughs> body and mind is very, very much interconnected. Go and have a box of donuts. Tell me how you feel. You'll see the instant benefit. So first of all, be watch what you watch. I love that. Um, what I'll add to that is hone in on your rituals, right? Now is the time mm-hmm. where you've got your time. You've got time. So my yeah. rituals always very, very simply mind, body, spirit. Try and do something around that for yourself. I'm not going to tell you what to do. My one yeah. is very simply yoga, meditation, exercise, breath work, and I jam it up every single day is something different. However I'm feeling, whatever my energy is feeling, you know, don't be too restrictive on what it is you're doing. Don't make it a routine in terms of, I have to do this every single day, but mm-hmm. don't deny yourself parts of yourself, right? So open up parts of yourself, hone in, take time, go internal and connect, connect with people, connect with your loved ones, connect with friends, because yeah. you know, this, 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 we're social creatures. We need the connection right now. We're on other sides of the world. Look at this. Look at the. I mean, it even it even talks about when you're talking about you know connection. There have been so many studies about how depression and loneliness yields to lower immune systems. So like it's part of the plant. They know what they're doing. They want us to be sick. They want us to be subservient and say yes. Take me out of this misery. Do whatever you can to Mm. take me out of this misery. I'll take that vax. I'll take that pill. I'll take this. And it's like wake up they literally know what they're doing it's all planned it's all string it's like it's a string of it's a situation create this psychological manipulation that's happening it's not i'm not saying that this illness isn't real but i'm saying it is being manipulated so that we become subservient and so that we become helpless and so that we become soldiers and slaves to whatever plan it is that they want to, you know, create and take all our rights away and all that. But that's why our consciousness is so important and pivotal right now because we, our consciousness is what will save us from going down that microchip and vaccine lane. 100%. 100%. Okay. So we've talked about watch what you watch, mind, body, spirit, rituals, connection, connection with people, anything else you would, you want to add or any other stuff that you've been doing recently to switch it up. Understand your truth right? You don't have to agree with what I'm saying. You don't have to agree with what Abed is saying, right? But just take in information without an agenda. Why not just look at something alternative than what you've been looking at before, right? Why not, why not expand what you, how you've been seeing the situation? Why not? You have nothing to lose other than to become more aware, right? And be very careful where you're sourcing your information from, right? Even things that I would maybe agree with, you know, I'm very quick to say, okay, well, where is the facts about this? Like, I would like this to be true, but is it true? Like, it's not about just jumping on the pandemic bandwagon. It's about the search for truth. What is really going on? What is my truth? What do I believe? Because that's all I give a fuck about, excuse me. But you know what I mean? Because I'm in my reality. I'm in my perception. This is my hologram. What am I doing to create this? What do I want to see? What do I want to experience? 
Wow, I think those are just some hugely powerful questions people need to ask. This is my reality. First of all, accepting and acknowledging 100% ownership of your reality, that you're the creator mm-hmm. of your reality. And then asking yourself those questions. What do I want to experience? What do I want to see? And how can I make that true? How can I make that true for me? You know, like me, for example, I wanted to see more um, organic foods and what have you. I started a vegetable garden. You know, I have time. I started mm-hmm. growing lettuce. I started growing spinach and strawberries. And I have an abundance of lettuce now. Like if the economy crashed, like guys, if you want lettuce, just holler at me, you know where it is. But that is beautiful. So Jenna, do we have any questions from anyone that, that wanted to? Um... Um, well, the question that I had was, how does the CIA use psycho- psychology to induce fear into individuals? Well, I think we covered that. And, you know, media, Medea was like the ancient Greek goddess, Medea of mm-hmm. illusion. Of illusion. or oh, yeah. media. I mean, it's like one letter off, like, huh, joke's on us, right? Right. Remote right. control, controlling you remotely. Like, think Program about what you're putting program, your focus yeah. on. Five families run the whole mainstream media. Think about, you could, if I, okay, let's say you, me, and three other woke folk, you know, started running the conscious, like, we would be living in a pretty cool reality, right? Yeah, so think about how the the small interests of a very limited amount of individuals and what they're using in their power to take your power right Right. and i say take because we all have a free will choice to decide what we put our attention and focus on Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's essentially media manipulation but don't think media is just the news media goes stems all the way from hollywood to the adverts that you're seeing on your phone it is every single thing that's associated with media the stuff that is being approved for you to see on instagram facebook yeah, and the fact people. checker, like, who, checker is anyone up. looking about who is running the fact, fact checking? Like, who decides that? Who's right. running that? I mean, it's just like, really look into what you're looking into and, and make sure that you're never approaching information from a state of fear, mm-hmm. because you will absorb that. If you want to be easily manipulated, stand in fear 24-7. Okay, if you want to okay. be easily malleable, you know. That's it. That's a beautiful note to end on, guys. It's just about, you know, me and here, me and Jenna are just here to challenge the way you're seeing the world. And really, are, if you, hopefully, you, our energy comes across, but we just want you to stand in your power. We want you to stand That's in your power. That's it. Whatever, whatever your truth and power whatever. means to you, yeah. I salute people who stand mm-hmm. in their truth, yeah. who are not trying to manipulate another person, who are not trying to say, believe what I believe so that we can be on the same page. Yeah. I'm, I'm not about that. Everyone is entitled to their own truth to their own discernment to their own reality so choose wisely <laughs> that's choose what wisely. i have beautiful where can um people you know connect with you and and what have you yeah so my instagram is underscore jenna sophia and i post a lot about stuff like this and consciousness and the subconscious mind and how we can really transcend um, what's happening through our mindset. Um, and then you can also find me um, in my, on my website, which is beyondthebelief.com. And I have a bunch of offers on there that people can check out and, and join. Thank you. Thank you, Jenna, so much. You know, I just want to take a moment to honor you, honor the Thank amazing, relationship i've been blessed to have with you it's helped me grow so much spiritually mentally emotionally physically every single facet of my um soul has has grown from knowing you and i really appreciate you know you standing in your power helping other people show up as their authentic versions of themselves 
guys this was a one-of-a-kind special um, for you lot i hope you really enjoyed this please let me know in the comments subscribe share do whatever you need to do if you want to see more of this if you want to see us jamming about other topics let us know you know this is a show for the people this is not just about us thank you so much for tuning in and until next time